0: it's so fucking hard for me to become a Republican talking point, okay? You just, you
1: just want to cause that much trouble. That's all I, I want. It.
0: I want Trump to be like on stage and he's like if I'm elected for a second term, I will kill Beetle Milk. I will personally kill Beetle Milk. I will make uh, them dead.
1: I oh, will grab right, them
0: too. by the dick. I, I mean, the. I mean, <laughs>
1: Who even wrote this fucking script? We're just going in and that, I mean, like the insane amount of exposure that that would be. Holy shit.
0: Oh my God. It was, I pray every day that Trump decided he hated me. I don't know why CNN whines about it so much. I wish. <laughs> I've said it a million times. I've said it a million times. The day I've considered myself a success is when an honest-to-fuck protest.org is set up against me. You know what I mean? Like, I want one so hard. Like, I want people to protest me. I want them to be like, they
1: put out satanic stuff.
0: Which is only recently true. Yeah. And I want them to be like, fucking, I want them to like get bad. I want them to be super Republican and bad. And I want them to be like, it's a mixed couple. You know, and like fucking like really expose themselves for the racist monsters they are yeah so uh, speaking of actually uh speaking of all of that stuff interestingly to i found out today uh as a surprise that it's a leap year mm-hmm. so february black history month also the yep. shortest month of the year which i think is fucking weak um oh, is. i think but it's fe- i think it's february like because of like mlk's birthday or something i don't know it a... it's it's yeah
1: it's it's weird but um there's got to still... be some
0: historical precedent
1: yeah it's still also a short month of the year regardless of fuck them. <laughs> but
0: yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Um so agreed and um but I found out today is also February because of the leap year, so it's 29 days. So that's pretty sweet. I like mm-hmm. it we're on we're in the we're in the little mid weird time that we don't always get. This is time that doesn't exist. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So this podcast doesn't exist. I don't exist. None of this exists. The Lingoliers are going to eat it straight the fuck up.
1: I mean, that sounds great to me. Like, the fucking, like, the fucking, um, what was it Gregorian calendar just managed to fuck everything up? And then, like, the Julian calendar is just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is fine. This is whatever. But the time shifting that's involved with this fucking day is ridiculous.
0: Do you, um,. Man, you know a lot about calendars. I, <laughs> I, I'm not up on that calendar life, my dude. I'm like, what day is it? You know, I'm like that song. You know that song, like, what day is it? Mm-hmm. And then what mind is clock never feels so. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that song is like Lifehouse or some shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Lifehouse, Lifehouse. Now that is that is something that faded out. So fast. Do you remember that song they did? That uh kind of for They were kind of cool, man. But then you saw the lead singer, and he looked like a member of Hanson. Like it was fucking crazy. <laughs> like he should be, he should be singing M-ba. Like, yeah, you know. So, but like, he, he's trying over like, here, like, sound, trying to sound like Barry White or something. Yeah, so weird. all right. So. We've been recording. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> never, huh?
1: Good. I have been. I've I've been too. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta get the you gotta get the stuff. But this is uh, we're gonna go ahead and go into the official start. Uh, I might put some outtakes or something at the end. I don't know. That'd be fun. I don't know. Sounds good to me, man. <laughs> That'd be fun. Grabbed him. <laughs> Grab Beetle Milk by the antennas. Um, I, I'm just thinking about that scene from It where the girls like. Aren't you supposed to say one, and then he's like, Crunch. "Crunch, like her fucking head's like Captain Crunch. What is going on, people? This is the uh, the new episode of Beetle Cast. I am Devin McRae, CEO of Beetle Milk, also known as the sexiest of bastards. Um, I am joined by my friend Zachary. Uh, oh my God, I looked this up. Uh, corpus spiritus, corpus spirito corpus dorito uh corpus corpus ghost body zach ghost body zach (laughs)
1: hey what's up everyone
0: uh you know because like uh like uh corpus christi right corpus christi uh uh, is a place in texas yeah uh corpus christi means the body of christ
1: that now that i think about it because of the root yeah that makes sense
0: yeah Uh and the reason i know that is actually not because of texas uh, it's because of, uh, the typo negative song, um, Christian woman where oh, like, yeah. yeah, you know, like in the breakdown, he's like Corpus Christi and he's like, all like he needs, oh, she needs, and he's like Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. I looked it up one day cause I was like, what is he talking about? And yeah, it means body of Christ. So I was trying to, I was trying to do body of the ghost. You guys should know that I'm actually um, at this moment I'm in the lab with like 27,000 different Beetle Monk projects, and one of them is a card game. And uh, so what I wanted to do was take some of our best fans, some of our most awesome fans. We got these. We got these fans. Uh, they're called the Posse, right? Get this, fucking if you, uh, a group of Beatles, a group of Beatles all hanging out together are called a Posse. P O S S I. So, so fucking sick. It it's like such a weird coincidence. So fucking, we got the posse, and I um, so I wanted to take a few of our posse members and kind of immortalize them in the card game with a card, you know, kind of like that references them, right? So, uh, Ghostbody here, Zach was, uh, he is going to get a card, and um, and actually, I'm immortalizing Zach in more than one way as far as the beetle cannon goes, but he's also been one of the absolute most dedicated people who ever joined up the posse. So, you know, I'm fucking completely okay with that. And, um, Ooh. basically what happened is, uh, I was going to make it spirit of the ghost or body of the ghost. That's what I was going to call the card, you know, but, and I was going to call it in Latin, you know what I mean? So it sounded all like super sweet and Latin and shit. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it, was, it sounded weak. It sounded terrible. It was like, Espiritus des corpus des fuckery. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is it so long? Like, it's a sentence just to say ghost body. And I think the reason is because like in any other language, or if you're not talking about internet handles, ghost body makes absolutely no sense because by its very nature, a ghost does not have a body, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Exactly. So in Latin, they're like, the fuck are you talking about, my dude? Like, you know I mean, is it a dead human? Is it a ghost? You know, like, is it a ghost that possessed somebody? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah, so I'm I'm working on that card game and I got a few in there and I'm just gonna call it the the body of the ghost. That's what I'm gonna call it. That's what that card's gonna be called. It's gonna be a power up card.
1: No, that you're not gonna hear any complaints out of me. Like that, it, just being able to actually like have something in print like, oh hey, I'm I'm real, in a card game. In a card game, yep. <laughs> it's the wildest shit. And of course I'm going to end up buying one as soon as it comes available. But anyway,
0: <laughs> I am so enthusiastic about this bro i did have i told you anything about the card game yet like about Uh, like
1: the idea of it and everything you mentioned a little bit of it but uh for the people who are listening why not go for it
0: oh yeah okay so this is probably not coming out for a year so everybody don't get your fucking underwear in a knot just yet um panties
1: uh, are currently twisted my guy well panties (laughs)
0: always should be twisted panties should live in a constant state of being twisted Unless inside. they're thongs, hey. in which case, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, my thong is twisted. I mean, what? Huh? Huh? I huh? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to cut that out later. Oh. Anyway. Okay, anyway. I'm totally not going to cut that out. I'm lying. Um, God damn it. Card game. <laughs> card game. Card game. It's going to be kick Okay, I'm going to kick-start it. And the reason is because the production cost of a small amount of card games is actually quite high. Um, As you can imagine, getting a card game with the box and with the cards, and there's going to be some pieces. Uh, But I have a friend who does 3D printing, so I might talk to him about the pieces. Otherwise, I'll do cardboard stand-ups if he doesn't have time or whatever. And uh, so basically the gist of it is this card game is going to be if you've known me for any amount of time, you know that something I'm fascinated with, and been eternal fascinated with, is demons. I think demons are the coolest thing ever invented by humans. I think that they're fucking sweet, and I um, love them. But what I did was I decided I was going to make a card game because I love card games too. Like I love like a Hearthstone, for example, or Card Wars, which is Adventure Time. I I got up on all these card game apps and uh i fucks with them man elder scrolls legends gwent i fucks with him, and so like i started thinking about making a card game because i just really like it and i think it's really cool but um i i decided it was going to be about um and it's tentatively called the great war but i don't know um the great war i think was world war one so i don't know if i'm gonna mm-hmm. call it that but um it's tentatively called the great war and what it is is angels versus demons and so each side angels and demons will have three gates And those three gates represent the gates to their respective domains, so heaven or hell. And presumably what happens is when this expeditionary force breaks through that gate, um, the game's over because they'll flood the gates and they'll flood the area and basically eradicate all the non-fighting people or entities in heaven or hell. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, you are a demon or an angel expeditionary force. Your job... Is to uh, eradicate the gates so that the main force can take down God or take down Satan or whatever. But what I did was I um, I actually created from the ground up everything. So um, none of the demons are what would be considered by occult people um, official demons. So okay. like, because when you think official demons, you think like Baphomet, uh, you think. Uh, You think, uh, payman, king payman. You think, uh, solus or stolus, excuse me. Like, uh, these are like demons that, like, uh, people actually pray to and people actually summon. Um, or they think they summon. That's a debate for another day. Um, real quick,
1: real quick. When you said Baphomet, my my brain automatically went to whatever that fucking song was. Check yes, Juliet, but check yes, Baphomet. I don't know why it just went there, but just like automatically started. Check. Oh my God! Sorry, I got. Need-
0: I had a funny music moment, uh, actually. Um, have you ever played Diablo Three, Zach?
1: Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes.
0: Okay. So the and you, have you seen the Witcher TV show? Yes. Okay. So here's what happens. I'm playing Diablo Three on Switch, and um, I'm playing with uh, my friend X. And so what happens is him and I both. Uh, if you have the Switch version, you get mm-hmm. a pet. You actually get three pets, and uh, one of them is a StarCraft-based pet. It's just like a battlecruiser, which I have no idea why they did that instead of like a larker or something, but, you know, that's Blizzard. Um, The second one is a chicken from Legend of Zelda. And a a cuckoo, is that what it's called? A cuckoo?
1: Uh, a cuckoo? A uh, cuckoo or something like that. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah.
0: There's a little chicken, right? And yeah. so the chicken. Angry chick- little bastards. Yeah, yeah. The chicken's job is when you're running around like slaying all these demons, the chicken runs up and collects the gold for you, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. uh, we're playing. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm completely exhausted out of my brain. I have no idea what's going on. And I start singing and I'm like, I'm like, toss a coin to your chicken. Uh,. Oh Valley of Demons, Oh Valley of Demons, toss oh, wow. a coin to your chicken. He's a friend to the Nephilim. <laughs> and like, and like it's just so stupid. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's an aside. So if anybody wants to make that song, do it for me. Thank you. Okay, so, um, I made up all the demons. I made up everything. But then what I did was I decided I wanted artifact cards. And I want a profit mm-hmm. card. So the artifact cards are power ups. Well, no, actually, body of the ghost might be a profit. I'm not sure. Okay. So well, the artifact
1: it's still in we're, we're figuring it out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So the artifact cards are power ups, and then the profit mm-hmm. cards. Each um person, and there's only two players. The each each player will draw a profit card, um starting out, and that'll be kind of like a like if you ever play Gwent um on the video game The Witcher Three, like kind of like how you get this like is permanently embedded. Power up or whatever. Um, In the case of Gwent, if you have like the Northern Realms, then every turn you draw a card if you win that turn. So Mm -hmm. um, it's like a permanent in the Binding of Isaac game. Four Souls has the same concept. At the beginning, you pick your character, and that gives you a permanent buff. Right. right,
1: So the one with the Winged One that can use um, was it Laser Eyes, I think, or they have like another ability. Uh, Yeah,
0: some shit, but. It's um so it's cool so I wanted to use that aspect so I'm gonna have the profit cards there's gonna be five profit cards, and those are going to um be permanent buffs for the player. But then what I did that I thought was really douchey and I love it and I can't wait for people to play it and test it and everything like that because I'm gonna send Uh out probably a few like test copies or whatever that that'll be Uh rough around the edges. Um is uh so every player like every piece that you can play every uh every like demon or angel that you can play in your army to, to -hmm. do something. They have two modes. The first one is, um, Oh, I actually just figured out something that I need to figure out. So they have two modes, either a, they can like, they can, they can use their attack and defense stats like, Mm -hmm. you know, like magic or Pokemon or anything like that. The second one is they all come with a special power. But the thing about the special power is, is that you, um, if you use it, you uh discard them immediately
1: yeah insta kill yeah
0: it's insta kills them and um sometimes it takes your entire army with them or it takes mm-hmm. part of your gate with them or so you have to like really decide because if you got this guy and he's got like 10 HP then um so I got one like he's like some demon I made up he's called like stylus or something mm-hmm. and he has a uh, zero attack he's 10 HP he's a he's a wall and what it is is you can put him out like as, as you can put him out. But uh, he has his attack is called last resort. And basically what it is is like he kind of goes on the defense or whatever. he gets buffed up. But uh, as soon as he dies, he, um, he takes one of your gates with him. Mm. Right? So like you have to balance okay. between like what they can do and what they can't do. So I'm gonna have to write it into the rules that if you use a normal attack with them, you can't um, use the special attack. So you have yeah. to choose when you put them down because uh, otherwise people would just attack, attack until it's about to die, and then they trigger the special attack.
1: Right, yeah, you got to have a counterbalance in order to make sure that that, that type of gameplay isn't encouraged. Yeah, it's so,
0: one or the other, one or the other. So, um, so yeah, and so every there's always like this going to be this balance of like, okay, this guy has seven attack, and I can get through the gates. The gates will have 10, 15 HP each. And mm-hmm. it'll be just like any other card game. You can't really attack the gates until you get through, you know. Unless you get a special card. I have a special card that's specifically built in, and the purpose is to directly attack gates. But even he has bad effects. Like uh, I think every time he attacks a gate, the shockwave damages your army for two. Okay. You know, like so. There's always like that kind of trade off. And um, I'm working really hard to get that balance really good, and to get the trade off really, really fucked up and just like okay. to make you have to make really hard decisions um it's gonna be fun it's still in development it won't come out for about a year but in six months probably i'm gonna have a at least a prototype hopefully
1: okay.
0: a lot of it depends on tatiana because tatiana's gonna you know naturally be doing the art asset so
1: yeah so yeah <laughs> that is a lot and a lot to like Kind, of, i'm like processing all that as well but um that is something definitely look forward to because the idea one, I like the idea of having like independent card games anyway, and like it. Knowing you, you're probably going to try and balance this into perfection, which is going to be wild. But uh, I am, yeah, I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna be play testing it. I'm gonna be play testing it very seriously before anybody sees it like it's that is not going to be something that people are going to see until it has been fully 100% tested so it's going to yeah, be great. Now, uh changing the subject a little bit. You know what I was thinking about before we got started in here? Uh what'd you, what were you thinking about, man? So fucking random, bro. All I was right. thinking about Marilyn Manson. Marilyn, oh, oh. Brian Warner, Mr. Still Your Bitch, even though he got beat down with the ugly stick like 25,000 times. Like, yes. I was thinking about Marilyn Manson. I was thinking about this song. I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. And the weird thing is, I don't know if you know this about me. I don't do drugs. And when I go get a job, I beg them to drug test me. I'm like, do every drug test under the sun. I don't do drugs. I don't care about drugs. Test my hair follicles, like for LSD. Let's do this. (laughs) And they're like, bro, you don't need to drug test. And I'm like, aww. Why have, oh. I, why have I spent my entire life not doing drugs if I didn't need a drug test to get a job? Well, besides, Funny. I just don't like it.
1: Funny anecdote on my end. So, um, one of the companies that I work for, they do testing for a bunch of different stuff in general, right? And, of course, I had to get a drug test for the first time I ended up going in there. So it's just like, cool, I'm straight edge anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't really care do it as much as i'm much in the same way that you are do it as much as you want give me as many tests as possible i'm just going to i'm being here to waste your time i get pulled aside one day when i was working just like yeah i need you to go take a random what <laughs> yeah just, just you, we need you to go take a random okay you know them bitches
0: um, ain't random right
1: <laughs> i know i'm just like and i just recently got in the promotion to a different position i was like uh, okay I mean, this is just a waste of my time, but more of a waste of your time because I'm getting paid mileage for this too. Cause the testing center for where I've had to go to is across town. Uh. Brilliant. Fine. I and and how long do I have? I have two hours in order to waste, so that's two hours. I don't have to do work here. Oh two hours. Sign me the get fuck up. Paid. Well, <laughs> I'm getting paid to do that. I'm getting paid for mileage to and fro. And I had enough time to waste. Between going, getting, and then coming back, where much I stopped off by, I think it was like fucking King or some shit, got some food, and then you like, hope eat the manager
0: it. doesn't hear this. <laughs>
1: eh, it'll be all right.
0: <laughs> nah, the um, okay, so uh, for anybody listening, please do me a favor. The best part about Zach's story is that he had time to go eat, take a piss, do whatever he needed to do because I mean, he did a drug test, so he took a piss so um all that good stuff and he got paid for it all i want is a job where i get paid to piss somebody make it happen i sit around drinking water and pissing and people pay me for that for some reason i don't know why people would pay me for that i don't understand these things it's your job to figure it out okay so that is uh that is the challenge that i lay before our uh, listeners help me help you
1: with urine (laughs) i think that's probably a special fans only account that you would
0: have to oh i need a premium snapchat
1: hey. <laughs> right now yeah. it's
0: right now it's all fucked up it's just me kind of just being me i'm like
1: hey look at me i'm kind of funny know.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh my god i need a premium snapchat so hard or a patreon oh. maybe that'd be fun it'd be like the oh. piss the pissing patreon
1: like just like fucking shit. shit oh man, uh, dude it'd be so what? good Mm, that just leads me into something else. On the subject of fetishes, oh boy. So one of the um, one of my friends that um, streams as well, that streams as well, just as well as I do, <laughs> rolling into this later. Um, they female. Okay, fine. I'm since I'm the modern nerd, and we talk on a normal basis. I she tells me about a lot of stuff she ends up going through and getting and stuff like that. Is she selling feet pics? Wait, wait. <laughs> Within a week of her streaming, within a week, she had three people in her DMs asking for either flip pics or panty pics. And I, I was just like, all right, so one part of me is just like, I'm surprised it took this long. And the other part of me is like, wait, this motherfucker is offering 300 euro for a foot pic? Oh, wait. A couple seconds. He's are offering
0: you... euros, man. It's just three hundred. Three hundred euros.
1: euros is like two thousand. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're not in Japan. It's like it ends up being around about like the three thirty to three forty. Yeah, it's, mark,
0: like, it's a little bit stronger than a dollar. It's but... just like,
1: wait, and just, I'm not so sure about it. It's just like, um, so I have to ask, what are your morals when it comes to this? How are you? Are you comfortable with the idea of this? kind of i do need the money oh dear god okay am i gonna have to be am i gonna have to become a porn manager, <laughs> yeah. to become a manager? what <laughs> i wasn't prepared for this
0: okay so yeah you were actually almost completely on spot it's 330.84 usd
1: hey that's good
0: money man that's good money yeah man. that's an insurance payment um yeah, and
1: then this motherfucker also is like subscribing to her channel and some other shit i'm just like oh my god i'm you're gonna uh... So
0: I actually oh. recently had a conversation with Tatyana along these lines. And uh, the reason was because she was having a chat with a friend and I was in the room. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about this, right? This phenomena of being able to use the internet to make money, not even doing anything sexually, you know, just like mm-hmm. feet pics or whatever. Yeah. And so she was like, somebody offers me, you know, a few hundred dollars. And I'll send them pics of my feet shit. And I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. Don't I get a say in this? And she's like, "What? You got a problem with that?" And I was like, "Kinda," <laughs> you know. And she's like, "She's like, why? It's just feet." I'm like, "Yeah, but those are my feet, man. Like, I married them feet. Like, fuck out of here with that shit." But um, just- I will say, I will say, um, that uh, when I was in the army, the one of the most experience, one of the most interesting things, because this is before like um, all this social media shit popped off. Like, if Facebook was just beginning to pop off when this happened. But right, right, um. I had a fellow soldier, a uh, female, and uh, she was great, man. Great, great woman. Great, awesome woman. And uh, okay. one day we were sitting there talking, and we were in Korea. So we we're sitting there just, like, chatting. We're out in the smoke pit or whatever, just, like, chatting. And yep. she's like, yo, McRae, this dude walked out to me and offered me $1,000 to fill on my tits.
1: Yep.
0: Now, to be fair to this woman, she had one of the massive, most massive sets I've ever seen. No, oh. I, I wasn't into her like that. We were just good friends. You know what course, I mean? It like, yeah. It was very platonic. It was incredibly platonic. She's very sweet though. I liked her a lot. Um and uh she was like, Yeah, he offered me a thousand dollars to fill in my tits. And I was like, What'd you do? And she was like, I let him fill in my tits. The fuck you expect? What do you think I did? <laughs> <laughs> what the <fuck> you mean? <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, shit, well, I tell you what, next time I got $1,000, I'll, I'll I'll send it your way, all right. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for my, my good friend, um, I didn't get $1,000 until very, very far after I got out of the army. It was the first time I saw a comma in my bank account, so I guess I still I technically owe her $1,000. Um, yeah,
1: one day you might end up making good on that promise. Who knows? Well,
0: uh, I well my wife might have something to say about that promise. I, I,
1: oh, I didn't say that the second part had to come in mind. <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna give anybody a thousand dollars for nothing. Like, oh, uh, okay. Let me take that back. I I'll gladly give a thousand dollars to charity or something like that.
1: But there we yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. you can donate it to you can donate it to a charity in their name. Yeah, or, yeah, that would like, be
0: cool. Although I we actually have a, a charity shirt on BeetleMilk.com right now. But um, I have no idea how charity taxes work. So I'm just, like, donating the money. I'm not even going to claim it because I don't fucking know. Yeah, um,
1: gotcha.
0: I just have no idea how that works. So I'm not doing it for a tax break because I do not know how it works. I need to call, like, H&R Block and something be like, yo, I'm doing something for charity. How's that work on my taxes? And they'll probably be yep. like, listen, fam, I'll tell you. And then everything would work out for the best, and it'd be strawberry fields forever. But uh i don't know i'm kind of lazy
1: uh i'm thinking that like a lot of it just involves um like making sure you have uh, making sure that they're licensed properly making sure that they have the um accreditation for it as kind of what i just said but also making sure you have a record of it and when that goes through there's probably a couple of like, one or two tax forms that you would end up getting in order to put them on there and from the processing you'll be able to get that discount on your or credit on your taxes when you get them back, probably the next fiscal year. But that's all of what I kind of remember from having to look over some of that stuff. But there are some more details I'll have to like look up a little bit more
0: again. The one the one that we chose actually, um I don't know if you saw it on the website. Um all the shirts are down right now, by the way, so nobody can buy shirts. Uh, okay. Um, actually, by the way, you have the interesting distinction of being the last person to buy a t-shirt before I took them down.
1: Fuck
0: yes! <laughs> <laughs> because we're moving fully. As soon as this coronavirus thing is done and our delays are finished, mm-hmm. um, word up to any customers listening. I'm sorry. Coronavirus has got us all fucked up. I apologize. We're working on it. And by working on it, I mean, we're just sitting here trying to figure out how to get this shit to you guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but after coronavirus um, kind of gets figured out and our production pipelines start moving again, um, we're moving all t-shirts to all over print. So uh, no more of the kind of stuff that we've been putting out. I'm not dissing the stuff we've been putting out. Um, we just uh, we just kind of want it to be more high quality. So we're going to we're gonna put it out and take care of it like that. Um, everything will move over to all over print. And that'll actually make our lives easier too because then we don't have to produce it. We just have to order it. Um, so that's going to be cool. Uh, da, 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 charity, coronavirus.
1: I fucking... mean, me personally, I'm still going to kind of want some of those, uh, printed shirts just on my end. I'm just saying, but. I mean, uh, you're a homie. You, you know. can,
0: you can put it in a custom order. I got you. You know, no I'll go. you know how to go. You know how
1: go. Like, I was running, I was actually rocking the, um, large, the large logo shirt yesterday on stream. So. Were yeah. you? Yeah. Um, dude, I, I, I rep. I it. even though most of the time even though I'm wearing like a lot of other stuff, I bring it up almost all the time at some point or another. And um actually one of the people who started following my stream a little bit ago recently put it in an order apparently or something. So I think they forgot to put my name on there, but eh, you know, we'll get a handle. But anyway, um yeah, so I trust me. I go I go I roll deep. I roll hard.
0: It's always appreciated. <laughs> all right. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. How in yeah. the f- fuck <laughs> on a stream live do you fucking predict what somebody's gonna do and then say oh no you don't and then fucking stop them from doing it and then counter it when it's moving faster than the speed of jesus how do you do it <laughs> tell me about this i want to know about the art behind playing mortal combat on a stream
1: okay so actually funny enough i can use a little bit of an example from last night Um, so much like the one of the ones that you tuned into, I was fighting against nothing but fucking scorpions for most of the evening. And I didn't, yeah, I did not do well last night, but, um, I will say that there are a lot of instances where I could like, all right, so let me try and roll this back a little bit. I'll give a little bit of introduction here. I am a periphery member of the FGC, like I, the fighting game community. I play a lot of fighting games. I watch a lot of fighting games. When EVO comes on, most of the time, I'm borderline inaccessible during that weekend, unless I have to work or something like that. Um, when playing or watching or doing all of those, you'll start to see patterns. And you'll see patterns of people, the way that people play. You'll see low tier play versus top tier player play. You'll see a whole mix of different things. Um, there's frame data and a bunch of other stuff, but that's technicalities that I'll get into a little bit later. So when playing fighting games and playing as many as often as I have, you'll see those things and you'll see certain instances and see certain archetypes of players. Like you have your turtlers, you have your people who do rushdown, which I tend to be more um, guilty of in a number of different What
0: games. is a turtler?
1: Okay, so a turtle is a person who puts defense first and foremost ahead of absolutely everything else. So they're going to be the people who are going to wait for you to make a mistake or put yourself out there far enough where in which you're going to be the one that gets punished. So since a lot of fighting games have counter hit damage, so when you're playing a fighting game, if you do a hit, they have a certain value that it takes out of an opponent's health if you are some more than others there are some weird exceptions but that's mascot brawlers and i'll get into that later probably as well like for example mortal kombat or tekken or street fighter things like that when you get hit in the active time frame of an attack being done to you or and you're doing an attack at the same time you'll enter a state of counter hit that counter hit is going to be generally 1.5 times the amount of damage that you that you would normally take from that hit. And if a person manages to lead that into a combo, that will continue that damage. That, that plus damage is going to end up building up because it stays consistent as long as you did not drop that combo. Now, leading back to trying to figure out what the person is doing and live commentary, one of the things I study when I'm watching a lot of the um, people who are playing are the commentators. Actually, if you're in a stream or watching a stream, most of the time you'll have a one or two man group talking about the game, talking about what the person is doing, talking about the actions that the person is doing. And they have there are some who are just there for a kind of hype, and they have an understanding of the game, but they're there for more for so the commentary. Can I
0: can I cut in real quick to ask a question? Yes, yeah, sure. I watch uh I watch StarCraft live streams. Um mm-hmm. I love StarCraft and uh my boy Braylon got me into it and I just love it. And do so when you're watching a fighting game do they do like they do in StarCraft the commentators? I'm going to do a little example here. Um here like it's it's going to be from a StarCraft perspective though cuz yeah. I don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. Okay, here goes. Devin takes his Zerg. Uh he takes his oh my god he takes his zealot, and he's moving it down the side of the field. And, oh, my God, Ghostbody doesn't know that there's one over there, and the attack goes through like that. Do they do that? Yes,
1: there are moments like that. Um, two of the ones who are the most known for that type of commentary is Ultra David and James Chen. I know that these names are kind of thrown out there. If we do have anybody that's in the fighting community that listens to these, then they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, there are two announcers that are like – old-school Capcom fighting game announcers and they've been doing it since basically evo since before evo was known as evo uh, Like they'll end up being an instance of Like let's say that we're playing I'm going to say Tekken in this instance because it's a little bit easier to like describe in that instance All right, they're doing uh, one plus one uh, one two the the, oh you gotta watch out the frames you're gonna watch out the frames the frames are not that move is not safe that move is not safe rage art rage art he just hit him with a rage art he's won the match that type of thing
0: yeah okay that's like isn't isn't like john madden or something like something one of those famous announcer dudes
1: Oh yeah, it it stems a lot of it stems from sports calling, but it it's not I wouldn't necessarily say it's more technical, but there are some instances where in which there's like different information that has to be pervaded in, in explaining and emoting to the audience what is going on and also what um to what extent or oh the hell can't just open up in my yard great anyway uh explaining what's going on during the gameplay and what that does in relation to me, I'm watching this and I'm learning to understand and listening and watching to understand what a person is doing because if a casual viewer is watching, they're seeing person does really cool combo attack. Me, I'm trying to figure out what that button combination is that that person is putting in if the commentators don't mention it. And on Mortal Kombat, there are these the attacks the way the attacks work on that one, they're not all free flowing. They're called combo strings or attack strings, where in which each button has a lead up to another button if that button has another attack to go through. So like Scorpion, for example. One of the ones that happens pretty often is a low attack that leads into a mid attack that leads into two lows that leads into another mid. So you have high, middle, middle, and low. They can cut off that second or third attack in order to try and reset and make you have to figure out if they're going to go high or low or if they're going to start another move entirely or pause that combo in between. During the entire time of this happening, when I'm watching, I'm looking to see. Okay, I recognize this string. I know that they have an opportunity to do this, 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 or possibly just stop the combo and drop it. The one that you generally don't expect is the dropping the combo because how did you drop that? You how did you drop? I, now I have to try and figure thing everything out over again. This is, no but when you're playing against people who you see are doing combos or knowing how to play the game in their particular fashion they will do they will start to repeat a pattern and that's very dangerous to do because that leads you open to being countered and that can also lead into frame data but once again, we're pushing that aside. That is that we, we're we're going with beginner slash intermediate. We're not going to advance our expert right now. I and... mean, you for for that, you like when it comes
0: to when it comes to that, the fact is, is that people always when they win, they always go and find a, they have a pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the pattern that helped them win. You know what I mean? People always get stuck in that so definitely. people help people get stuck in patterns that didn't help them win and help them lose you know what i mean yeah,
1: yeah yeah definitely true but with online especially like there are a couple other factors that you have to take into mind and i didn't forget about the turtling or rushdown stuff i'm going to get to that too um there's a couple things you have to keep in mind one lag lag is easily one of the things that can mess you up super hard in a fighting game because you are trying to re if you are a person that plays on reaction like this attack does here i have this i have these frames this amount of time this little amount of time in order to sneak an attack in to disrupt their entire combo and possibly lead into something that i can do then that that lag can entirely disrupt that <laughs> and for a person that's me, like me who in which with a lot of characters i tend to play down, which is I'm going to keep attacking, I'm going to put pressure on you, and I'm going to make you make a mistake. I'm not going to wait to watch you make a mistake. It kind of, that can really mess up your rhythm and can pretty much stop you dead if you're fighting against someone like Scorpion or like Sub-Zero who can do both. Um, When dealing with all of that, you're looking for those patterns, you're looking to see what that person is going to do, and... A little bit of, and when you're playing online, a little bit of hope that you're that something goes wrong on their end. Oh <laughs> just shit! Just a smidgen, just like, oh, that the game the game had a massive lag spike and it worked in my favor. Gl
0: gl hf also fd frame drops.
1: <laughs> yep, it's the worst. But sometimes it can be your saving grace in a fighting game. But most of the time, you're just going to hate it. Because of the way that the coding is done for how the game reconciled with that.
0: Okay, um, so let's uh, we'll we'll get more into this. We'll we'll talk yeah. more about this over a series of 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 uh, things. We'll get more into like the more advanced stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I gotta ask the question that's on my mind though. Yeah, what up? Spawn the Joker. Mm-hmm. How tits are they? In a competitive Joker. sense.
1: Uh, okay. Joker, um, he's starting to show up in some of the tournament-based play. So something that happens when a new character comes out for a fighting game is that often right after they're released, they aren't allowed to be played in like the tournaments right after because they're trying to figure out if anything's particularly broken or if there are any weird interactions with certain characters or things like that joker has been out for a little more a little less than a month now and a little a little more than a month now actually and he's good um he's starting to show up in tournament play but a lot of people are still going by their like old standbys your johnny cages and some others and scorpions of course but he's good uh i've played as him a little bit and he has he won character wise it feels like you're playing the joker like it, you feel it feels like you're playing a, a chaotic evil character being able to throw body bags around pushing a wheelchair in order to hit a person hit into a person and having them explode Having throwing another person out there in order to cause them to explode through a neck collar using the bat puppet in order to counter he, he joker has a lot to do and has a lot of ability inside of the game um i'm still kind of learning some of his weaknesses and some of his frames but he he has he has some stuff and he can be pretty fun and he can ha- he has a lot of combos you can deal with spawn we are waiting because he's supposed to be coming out like march either mid-march or early april oh, i thought spawn
0: there. had already come out not, not bad. yet
1: not yet. No, it's all good, um, but we finally saw the official design due to one of the Mortal Kombat games, uh, Mortal Kombat toy lines, and it actually looks really good. Um, it's about like it should be, but we're waiting to see how the chains are going to come into play, if he's going to be using the shotgun, kind of like Terminator does, or if he's going to have like his own special thing for his double barrel, or, or the, if the axe is going to appear... We're gonna have to kinda of wait and see. But with Mortal Kombat, they've been doing a really good job with the DLC characters that they've had so far. So I have some in order to do a good job with Spawn because we've been waiting. Ed boon has been waiting. We've wanted this character in for a while, but finally the stars aligned so you can do so.
0: Ted McFarlane, uh Ted McFarlane. Jesus Todd. Christ. Todd <laughs> yeah. McFarlane. Todd McFarlane's just been waiting for the check to clear. <laughs> <You
1: know?
0: laughs> I mean. I, I, he's actually. <laughs> Todd
1: McFarlane not too long ago announced they're working on a new Spawn movie. New Spawn movie and also going to be kickstarting a new line of Spawn toys, too.
0: Now, I mean, toys is kind of what, what made McFarlane, what made Spawn. But, oh, yeah. I mean, dude, like. Uh, I want a new Spawn. I went back and watched the old Spawn movie. And uh, while it's not completely irredeemable. Um, the actor who played Spawn was absolutely wonderful, um, John Michael Leguizamo. John yeah. yeah, And then John Leguizamo just killed as the clown. Um, I don't know. I, I think that uh, the effects, the effects kind of killed me. Yeah. That movie looked bad. I mean, they did the best they could with what they had. Is I was talking about this actually with some people the other day. It was like it was like oh, yeah. um, movies that are amazing and timeless, but are ruined by their shitty effects spawns one of them uh the crow is a great example Oh
1: yeah that that, that makes me sad every time i watch this like i want i don't want a remake of this i want them to go through the um through the kind of rough edges of like replacing the cgi with modern cgi
0: i think that would be wonderful because they you don't need another crow movie and there's a rumor that there there's been a rumor for years that they were going to come out with a female crow which i think would be wonderful um, there's a rumor right now that Jason Momoa is going to be the crow, but while on a level that makes sense, the, the reason, here's my principle. Okay. You're a thief and it's devil's night and you're about to break in this dude's house cause you saw his chick and you're like, yo, I'm going to get down with that chick. You know what I mean? Because I'm that kind of person that just takes it. Right. Mm-hmm yeah and little do you know that a ghost later on is going to come hunt you down and kill you brutally and people are going to watch it and be happy that it happened that night you think you're the shit so what happens is you walk in eric draven's there right eric draven wasn't supposed to be there but he was there eric draven is brandon lee he's tiny he's scrawny he ain't gonna do shit He's a little punk ass. Nothing against, Nothing against. by the way, I'm not saying Brandon Lee's a punk ass. One of the reasons he got cast is because he was just tiny. He's very scrawny. Yeah. Besides, you know, his father and stuff. So.
1: Yeah.
0: And may he rest in peace. He did a wonderful job. He will always he be really, the crow. I don't care he who really plays did. the crow. He will always be the crow. Always. Um, but point being, so you walk in there and you see this scrawny little guy and you throw him out the window and you do what you need to do um and you take care of business and you get out of there okay and i'm just saying it politely um yep. alternate scenario you're a badass right you're a badass mm-hmm. you're a badass criminal who nothing ever bad's going to happen to you you, uh, Devil's Night. You decide you can go hang out with Eric Draven's girl. You get in. Eric Draven's there. It's fucking Jason Momoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that um, you want to have to like kill him early. Way he won't even because... fit
0: out the window. That big picture no. window that they had in the original movie. The big circle that like nope. the fucking like the crow like like he went up on and like got on top and shredded yeah. on the guitar for a while because because nineties. Um, mm, yeah, so good, it was. It was. You know, his, good. He wasn't playing that, by the way. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Like if you go back and watch it. But anyway, um, that's okay. Brandon Lee was very talented. He didn't need to be a guitarist. But so, but you walk in and it's Jason Momoa looking like motherfucking like World Wrestling Federation like World Champion. Like <laughs> you're gonna turn talent, get the fuck out of there. The entire movie's not gonna happen. Eric is gonna live yeah. a happy life with his wife, and they're gonna die of old age. You know what I mean, and it'll be awesome. You know what I mean, but there'll be no crow movie, cause who in the fuck is gonna fuck with that dude? Like when
1: you look over, it's like, oh, am I? Uh, yeah, I,
0: I think I came in the I, wrong I, apartment, I, my dude. I'm I sorry.
1: Got, I, I gotta go. Like I'm, I'm getting a call from work. I got. I catch you. I'll catch <laughs> I, you later. I, I, yeah. I'm
0: just drunk. I just, I, I just, I thought I was going into a different apartment. I'm sorry. I mean, but then, like, that's the thing is, like, I just don't get it. I don't get how Jason Momoa could be the Crow. He's entirely too – he's beautiful, and I get that, okay? I get it. Brandon Lee was a gorgeous, beautiful man. Jason Momoa also is a gorgeous, beautiful man. 100%. I understand the desire to have a beautiful man play the Crow because, you know, it's it's a revenge story, and it's a love yeah. story and all that stuff. I get it. But it's the same, uh, it's the same concept with um, – Antonio Banderas playing Armand. Uh, Antonio Banderas played Armand in Interview with the Vampire. And the reason he played Armand in Interview with the Vampire, I don't know if you know about Interview with the Vampire or um, kind of like, you know, any of the backstory or anything like that. But Armand was a child when he was uh, turned into a vampire. He was described in the books as a cherubic, he was angel like. There's not a small amount of kind of like a little bit of sexual weirdness uh, about kids in those books. And um, so,
1: Armand. Well, I mean, she
0: found God later and kind of eliminated all that stuff from her books, which is fine. You know, that's all good. Um, But Armand was a beautiful child when he was turned over and was described as looking like an angel. And then the movie came out, and Brad Pitt was a perfect Lewis or Luis yeah. or whatever. And then fucking Tom Cruise was an excellent Lestat. And then Kirsten Dunst played a wonderful, wonderful Claudia. And then boom, Antonio Banderas. Dude's got to be like 40. Yeah.
1: Oh. That was, I mean, adaptation weirdness, just like. It's cause Antonio look. Banderas was one of the like biggest
0: actors in Hollywood at that time. Like he was like a huge, huge deal and he still is he, uh, Antonio Banderas will always have a place in my heart. I think he's wonderful. But um, but he was like the shit when that movie came out. So like basically like I guess they were like just trying to get like every like most Christian Slater was in that movie. Like I think they I were just trying to get that. yeah he played the... he played that's another person like it was the boy he was young in the book yeah. he was literally called the boy in the book and then they got Christian Slater who was obviously a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that the goal for that movie was to get every super ultra A-list male. You know, because Kirsten Dunst was just a child, so that was like her first or second movie. But, um...
1: What a hell of a one to hit, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. She did wonderful, too. She was... She killed as Claudia. She was wonderful. Kirsten Dunst will always be Claudia to me. In in, in my head. There's other people that are like Lestat. Like, I go back and read the books occasionally. And there's other people that are like Lestat, like Stuart Townsend uh, played an excellent Lestat in Queen of the Damned. Um... Mm -hmm. Louis Brad Pitt was just an amazing Louis. He's so good. Um, but Claudia, like, she just killed. She killed. Because Claudia, the whole, like, story arc with Claudia was that she had to, um, she was growing up, but she was still in the little girl's um, body. Body, yeah. So, like, she had to be, like, sens- sensual, like like a woman would be while still being in that body. And I think Kirsten Dunst just did – Fabulous! Just killed the yeah. game. So, they besides Kirsten Dunst, who, like I said, was a kid, they I think they just wanted to get every of the biggest A list male actors in Hollywood
1: into one movie. Get them in! Just roll them in! Bring them in! How how much how much of a budget we get? Yeah, get them! Get bring get them! Bring them!
0: Yeah, seriously, do three quarters of the budget of that movie had to go to casting. Like Definitely. it was it was it was a star studded, and um, but. And even so, you could have put Antonio Antonio Banderas somewhere that wasn't that. That was just, it flew completely directly in the face of the books. It was still good. Like, don't get me wrong. He was still good. He's still really creepy and stuff like that. But I don't know. Because he ran the cult, I think, The Children of Satan. And so, I mean, it's still cool. And uh, I like what they did with him. But I don't know. And so, anyway, long story short, Jason Momoa rumored to be the crow. I do not think oh. that Jason Momoa should be the crow, um, mainly because him showing up would be. I keep thinking about the same Family Guy thing, oink, <laughs> like you know oh, what I mean, man. oink, <laughs> like that's Jason Momoa as the crow. Like just put a crow, put crow makeup on the fucking pig. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's is the weirdest shit because like he'd just be too big for the like he's he's just too big for a role just going if you're, i mean i understand that they would probably change it around to make it so it makes sense like one person it, unless they have unless they're really strong too and or have a really good weapon and really good aim they're not taking Momoa down easily
0: it's gonna be like the fast and the furious like the rock's gonna bust in like yo i'm here for the girl <laughs> jason That's momoa is like, like you'll never take him my dude And then they're all like, boom, boom. And they do this like super choreographed fight scene, you know, where they're like all blocking and stuff. Like, boom, boom, boom. And then the dude tries to throw Jason Momoa out the window, but Jason Momoa is like 20 times bigger than the actual window, no matter how big the window is. And fucking like he sticks on the side and he's like, I ain't going down that easy, dude. And he fucking gets up, and he does a pull-up onto the bar and fucking does a gymnastics (laughs) kick into the rock and puts him through a wall. And Jason, like, fucking just goes through the wall, and he's like, boom, 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 straight in the rock's face. The thing is, the rock you know he's the rock you know what i mean so like his head is like made out of like fucking like i don't know like pyrite or something Gritty. so it's like <laughs> so jason momoa was like ow my hand right then he's like he's like i got you now motherfucker and he takes him he takes jason momoa by the front of his belt buckle because he's not wearing a shirt because he's jason momoa and of course. <laughs> it's just natural and he grabs him by the front of his belt buckle and fucking suplexes him through the fucking, through the fucking floors. And you see Jason Momoa, boom,
1: boom, boom, boom. Like Jason Momoa shaped fucking holes on the floor. Like like Tom and Jerry, you know what I mean? Boom, 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 boom. boom. It's like you're describing a fight scene between Hulk and Abomination rather than... I, I, Basically. Be- it's just so fucking
0: obnoxious. You know what I mean, and then like the other guy that was with uh, fucking The Rock is Jason Statham. You know what I mean, and he's like, he's like, all right, yo, girl, get over here. You know what I mean, and she's like, oh no. And then The Rock walks in and he's like, yo, let's do this. I gotta go deal some drugs later. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts God. because you don't see that part of the movie until later in flashbacks. Of course. Of course. You know what I mean. But then you know, you know, it would be great. If they show back, if they if they show the flashbacks, and Jason Momoa was like, "Oh no, it hurts so bad to remember," because the crow remember he didn't initially remember, so right. it hurts so bad to remember, and it's like the rock, and he's got like old girl, and she's like balanced on his arm, he's just like flexing his muc- muscles, and she's just bouncing, like it's not even like they didn't even hurt her or rape her, they just like played with her like she's a little child. Because freaking they're so big, you know what I mean. So he just flexes, them and she's just like, she's like, it's like, but with the rocks muscles instead, you know. I think that would be cool. He's like, no, the muscles are so fucking big. <laughs> that would be a good movie. And then fucking so basically, what ends up happening? I'm I'm taking this all the way. What ends up happening is Jason Momoa crow, right? Jason McCroa <laughs> <laughs> He fucking... He goes and he finds these guys. And so, like, he's got to kill them, right? So he, like, mm-hmm. shows up, you know? You know, remember they had, like, the whole gang meet and shit and they were all talking. And they were yeah. like, they're like hey, we're 90s villains and we're super edgy so we smoke cigarettes inside and date Asians, right? Because the, the guy's sister was Asian, right? Um, beautiful woman, by the way. She's awesome. I don't remember if she was anything else, but she was dope. Um, freaking she's one of the main things I remember about that movie just because she was so awesome. Um... So he walks in, Jason Momoa is like, which one of you motherfuckers, excuse me, this is PG-13, <clears throat> which one of you people played with my girlfriend? It's my job to bounce around my muscles. Who did the dun 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 Who was it? And then fucking some guy stands up, you know, it, oh wait, The Rock did it. The Rock stands up and was like, it was me. And then the whole second scene of fighting starts. It's like an anime fight. Like, he, like, throws him into a skyscraper, you know? And, fucking, he's, like, oh, he, man. like, does the thing where he's, like, like looking into the distance, and he's, like, uh-huh. Yeah, you fly like a crow, right? And, fucking, like, and then, like, the you know, Jason Momoa goes super sane, and his hair goes fucking gold and shit, and he's, like, Aah! and then, like, fucking The Rock's, like, there's no coming back, man! Because, like, fucking that was a scene in the movie with, like, a scrawny drug dealer, but all we got is The Rock anymore, because Jason right. Statham's just, like, uh, this is stupid i'm going home even though jason Statham was in the mag so no, his opinion doesn't count on anything anymore um and then the end of the movie the end of the movie you know jason mccrow uh, pulls his body hey spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the crow uh it came out late 1994 so get on your shit um but still,
1: spoiler alert regardless three two one go so
0: he pulls himself up to the grave you know what i mean he pulls himself up, and he's all beat up from, like, having 12 fight scenes with The Rock. You know? I mean, you'd be beat up, too, your ass be looking yeah. like a pretzel, dude. And so, like, Bro. he's, like, he's, like, fucking like, I'm so sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I couldn't avenge you. And she comes out, and she's like, yo, seriously, though, you see that brother's muscles? And Jason Momoa's like, they were pretty big, weren't they? Hey, ghost of my girl, you wanna smoke a blunt? And she's like, Yeah. And then they get blaze up. And he's like, he's like, I actually found this is black weed, man. It's that crow crow. <laughs> it's the end. And then the end and the end is just it's just Jason Momo's face, you know, because he's so pretty. And it's just like smiling. He's like, he's like he, you know what, they should have a movie where at the end Jason Momoa's like like, um, he's just like, he's just him by himself, you know, even if it's like Aquaman or The Crow or some other movie, he's just like, your girl's fantasizing me about me when we get home, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying, no. call, call it like you see it, call it like you see it, man. I don't go I'm see, gonna... I don't go <laughs> see Jason McCroa uh, movies with my wife because she'll, she'll fucking, she, you know, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. I uh, definitely, we haven't had any movies with him in that we really want to see yet. Because I I, can, I don't care, man. Nothing in the world is going to make me want to see Aquaman.
1: So I actually watched it and it was pretty solid. But uh, yeah, like when I was in the theater watching it, I looked at the demographic that was there. I was like, huh, oops. Yeah. Or and also, oops, yeah, those guys want that Momoa too. I can't blame them.
0: I <laughs> cannot blame them. is a gorgeous gorgeous man hey yo jason uh mccroa if you happen to check out this podcast uh i want you to know that everything i said has been out of love and i think in real life if you got in a fight with the rock the rock would definitely stomp you but mostly because the rock will stomp anybody because he's the rock and i think um we're probably gonna have to wrap this up soon but i think that uh the most important thing in life you always have to remember that uh the most important thing in life is to uh definitely make sure that you you smell what the rock is cooking. Uh, you just I I if you don't then I don't know what's wrong with you. So uh Jason much love to you. I hope you're I hope you're not in the crow man. Um, because we don't need 12 fight scenes, you know. And then 9 inch nails comes back for a second round on the soundtrack and it just sucks cuz 9 inch nails sucks these days. And uh the cure comes back and you know, they're not that great anymore either. God, all yeah. the bands, all the bands that were on the crow soundtrack. I don't know if you've ever listened to the crow OST. I have so you got rage against the machine disbanded although they're doing a tour so there is that you have nine inch nails who aren't really consistently making music anymore because trent reznor is making movie music now um you have the cure who aren't really active anymore robert smith hasn't really been doing much you have the violent Femmes who i think are disbanded you have pantera who two members are dead three members oh dude vinnie paul died uh three members are dead I mean that's basically all the name people on the soundtrack. Then you got like Milk Toast, but who the fuck knows what Milk Toast is doing? They had one song that was on the yeah. cross. Oh, Stone Temple Pilots was on the soundtrack. Big, Big Empty. Scott yeah. Weiland's dead. You yeah. couldn't even do you couldn't even do a redo of the soundtrack with new music because everybody's dead or disbanded. Yeah. That's a great song though, by the way. Big Empty. Like, Turn yeah. to take her home. Easy De- his conscience leading. So good. Scott Weiland was amazing. It's a shame that he had to fucking go overdose, like a douche. Only douches overdose. Um, so word up to anybody out there doing heroin. If you overdose, you're a douche. Actually, if you do heroin, you're a douche. Um, sorry. Uh, not sorry. I'm I'm actually like I'm trying to be unapologetic while acting like I'm not unapologetic. Uh, don't do heroin, kids. Don't do drugs yeah. at all. Uh, well, actually, no. Let me take that back. I just want to say that if you want to do drugs, that's your prerogative because you are human and you're autonomous. If you want to do drugs, you want to smoke crack, like, that's cool. But do understand that if you're doing stuff like that, you're playing into a system that is not meant to help you. It is meant to harm you.
1: Bueno.
0: So, just be careful. Be careful out there, everybody. All right. Mr. Zach, it has been lovely, beautiful, and amazing talking to you, my friend. But it is about time to call this motherfucker. You,
1: yeah. Oh, all right.
0: You got anything you want to say in closing?
1: Um, check out fucking Beetle Milk. Like, if you, I know that. My, I attend, most of the people who are listening to this are and do know what Beetle Milk is. But if it's any of your friends that you've shared this to, go check out BeetleMilk.com. A, a quarter of my closet and a good amount of my hoodies now are coming from there, and they're fucking sick. And once they manage to get. Once they manage to cure themselves of the sickness, that is the coronavirus, fucking oh, everything, up, then the sickness can come to your closet in the way of their clothes. <laughs> but more so, they those clothes can come out of your closet <laughs> and you can wear them and get mad respect. Mad respect.
0: You got to get, like, that is the best way to get people to put respect on your name.
1: Respect.
0: <laughs> respect on my name. Um. Yeah, so uh, he did a little promo for me. Yeah, BeetleMilk.com. You can check us out on Facebook, BeetleMilk. I don't know, BeetleMilk Stuff or something. I know Twitter, BeetleMilk Comic, I think, on Facebook. And then on uh, Twitter, we're BeetleMilk Stuff. And then on fucking Instagram, we're BeetleMilk. And just, like, basically look up BeetleMilk. On Pinterest, we're BeetleMilk. On TikTok, we're BeetleMilk. We got a TikTok. I'm ashamed. We got a TikTok. Um, There is no God. Um just saying because we have a fucking TikTok. Um, So basically just look up Beetle Milk on anything and you'll be able to find us. Make sure you check out my friend Zach, twitch.tv slash ghostbody. He does streams a few times a week. They're good streams. They're great streams. He is excellent at what he does, as we learned earlier when he went in-depth on some of the the methods that people use. I want to get more of that next week and um he's just an all-around awesome person so make sure you give him a subscription make sure you like and subscribe to this motherfucking podcast make sure you write me beetlemilk 27 at gmail.com and tell me how much you love me or how much you hate me or how much you love jason momoa and you don't think the rock would kick his ass and i'll tell you how wrong you are also beetle milk god damn i have so much stuff Beetlemilk has a, a discord um the link is on our facebook so go join join the cult, man. Uh hang out with the posse. They're great kids. And uh just hang out. Other than that, um word up to Brad Pitt. Word up to fucking Tom Cruise. Word up to Antonio Banderas. Word up to Jason Momoa. Word up to Jason Statham. Uh word up to your mother. Word to your mama. Boom 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 okay so i was trying to reference everybody i was trying to go back and reference oh word up to Marilyn manson okay and trent resident god damn it okay <laughs> word up to everybody i mentioned all right we're gonna kill it here <laughs> all right hey everybody please make sure you have a beautiful excellent day thank you for hanging out we'll be back next week and um stay beautiful yeah all right later catch you next time this program is a presentation of Beetlemilk.com. For more information on Beetlemilk, go to www.beetlemilk.com or basically check out all of the fucking social medias because modern-day business forces us to be on there. Just look under Beetlemilk. You'll find us. For more information on Zach, also known as Ghostbody, check out twitch.tv ghostbody. He has a wonderful stream that's well worth seeing, and I'm trying to get him into making some merch, but he hasn't took me up on it yet. So uh, make sure that you bug him about that as well. During these uh, crazy, crazy times, we hope everybody stays safe. We hope everybody stays happy. And enjoy your quarantine. All right? And we'll catch you later.